hear the word of God. Moses said to the Lord, See, you say to me, Bring up these people, but you have not let me know whom you will send with me. Yet you have said, I know you by name, and you have also found favor in my sight. Now, therefore, if I have found favor in your sight, please show me now your ways, that I may know you in order to find favor in your sight. Consider, too, that this nation is your people. And he said, my presence will, will go with you, and I will give you rest. And he said to him, if your presence will not go with me, do not bring us up from here. For how shall it be known that I have found favor in your sight, and I, I and your people... Is it not in your, in your going with us so that we are distinct, I and your people, from every other people on the face of the earth? And the Lord said to Moses, This very thing that you have spoken, I will do. For you have found favor in my sight, and I know you by name. Moses said, Please show me your glory. And he said, I will make all my goodness pass before you, and I will proclaim before you my name, the Lord. And I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious. And I will show mercy on whom I will show mercy. But he said, you cannot see my face, for men shall not see me and live. And the Lord said, behold. There is a place by me where you shall stand on the rock. And while my glory pass by, I will put you in a cleft on the rock. And I will cover you with my hands until I have passed by. Then I will take away my hand and you shall see my back. But my face shall not be seen. This is the word of the Lord. I'm sure all of us had a wonderful time with our family, relatives, friends. The last night, we had a wonderful service at 10.30 p.m. here in the church with several brothers from 8 VPC and also Fellowship Presbyterian Church. I left the church 3.30 a.m., went to bed around 4, 4.30, and I'm so glad to be here Sharing the word of God with you at 10.45. I didn't have enough rest. And if I miss uh, any word in the sermon, you will understand what happened. <laughs> but I'm sure all of us planned something for this year. Maybe you have a well-organized list of resolutions like we did in our church. Here, here I have the resolutions and the plans I have for my devotional life, my family life, my professional life, and everything. Maybe you didn't have time yet to organize your list. But in your heart, you have plans. Things that you want to accomplish in 2023. But we want to look to the word of God and discover what is the path 
to succeed, the, the path for success in our projects and to achieve glory. We find in this text the succession of one of the very tough moments at uh, God's people. If you read back in chapter 32, you will notice that Moses, after leading God's people out of Egypt, they were living under slavery, and the Lord performed several miracles. The Lord was given to Moses the law, the Ten Commandments, and the law should guide the nation in every single aspect. But while Moses was receiving the law from the Lord, in chapter 32, the people just went away from the Lord's presence and fellowship. They went to Aaron, Moses' brother, and asked him to build gods that they could worship. Saying that Moses was spending too much time at the Mount Sinai. And then we can find uh, a bad behavior from Aaron. He didn't exercise a good leadership. And I listed some sins that Aaron and the people committed in that single event. You know, Aaron just grabbed the gold the Lord gave them, melted and built a calf. And they worshipped the calf. Some of the sins, contempt for God and Moses, misuse of the riches given by God, idolatry, corruption of the worship of the Lord, orgy, and finally, indifference. And this event arose God's wrath. And the Lord said to Moses, Moses, your people, not my people, your people already sinned. And I have a plan. I will destroy them. And from you, I will build a great nation. And we can see Moses like a real priest. He starts to pray and saying, So Lord, don't do this with your people. What the other nations will say that you took them from Egypt and you didn't have power to take them to the promised land. Lord, don't do this with your people. And then the Lord stopped to exercise wrath and show his mercy upon his people. While Moses was just coming back, he heard the noise of party. And when he saw the people given to sin, he was angry and he just broke the tablets of the law. With the Ten Commandments. And separation has been made. After Moses exposed the seriousness of the year's sin. The confessed idolaters and the people who have been silent were separated. Moses orders the Levites to kill all the idolaters. About 3,000 people. Or 3,000 of the people died in that day. And later, in the verse 35, in the chapter 32, God sends a plague as judgment for sin. The people who were just celebrating and party, party, 
In the, ver in the chapter 33 now, they are grieving. And the Lord threatens to not go with them in the conquest of the land of Canaan. The, their life of sin calls God withdraw his blessed presence from among his people. And in this precious Bible passage, we find a godly behavior toward the future and some reactions of Moses and also the people. In our lives, in a different context, we can just grab some precious biblical principles necessary in the necessary attitudes to cultivate a living hope in 2023. What are the necessary attitudes to cultivate a living hope in this new year? First, analyze the motivation of our projects. We need in our list analyze the motivation of our project. If you go back to chapter 33, verse 1, notice what the Lord said to Moses. Depart, go up from here, you and the people whom you have brought up out of the land of Egypt, to the land of which I swore to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, saying to your offspring, I will give it. So the power of God, as I said, had brought them out of slavery in Egypt, and now a new land lay in wait for them. But this new land was not a personal project. It was not something they saw and noticed it was good. This new land was part of a promise God has made to Abraham when the Lord made a covenant with his people. If you go back to Genesis chapter 12, you can find the biblical passage and also the renewing in Genesis 15 verse 18. When the Lord said, on that day the Lord made a covenant with Abraham, saying to your offspring... I give this land from the river of Egypt to the great river, the river Euphrates. Several nations would be expelled from that land so that God's promise could be fulfilled in the lives of his people. Despite of the various sins and the distance that the nation was from the Lord, they were fully aware that that specific plan was part of God's will to their lives. But many people and nations should leave the land. It is important to always remember as the church of Christ, as the people of covenant, the Lord has a specific will to every single area of our lives. When we make a list in our projects, they are not our projects. They are God's project. They made mistakes. The Israelites sinned against God. 
But when they tried to move forward, they were sure their plans were part of God's plan revealed in Scripture. The Bible has specific guidance to every single area. And we need to look, look for in the Scripture what is the will of God as a married man, as a single man, as an elderly the Lord has guidance. Success is not the key to happiness. Happiness is the key to success, said Albert Schweitzer. But how we can have happiness while we are just working and fulfill our plans and resolutions? As we're going to face trials and problems, we will lead with people Good people, difficult people. Sometimes we are among the difficult people. We're going to have happiness when we are sure we are doing what the Lord wants. The Holy Spirit will give us strength to move forward. The Apostle Paul's ministry was marked by the fact that he was building exactly what the Lord had designed for him. And the early church sought to discern what God's will was for its missionary efforts. When you open your Bible at Acts chapter 13, verses 2 and 3, the Bible says, while the apostles were worshiping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, set apart for me Barnabas and Saul, for the work to which I have called them. Then, after fasting and praying, they laid their hands on them and sent them off. The great example from the church of Antioch should be an inspiration for all of us. We have the revealed will of God in Scripture, but we have also the Holy Spirit living in us. And the Lord promised to send the Comforter in John 16, 13. Jesus declared that the Spirit of truth would guide us into all truth and show us things to come. When we seek to be filled with the Spirit of God, the same Spirit leads us in every single moment. Before you plan anything, or if, or if you already plan, pray over your list. As to the Holy Spirit's guidance, as to the Holy Spirit to show you in, in Scripture regarding every single decision you planned, as to the Holy Spirit, if these will take you closer to God or will disturb your fellowship with Him? When was the last time we asked to the Holy Spirit to guide us in our plans and decisions? We need to run away from frustration to plan out of God's will. Secondly, to succeed in our plans in 2023, 
let us make sure that our relational life is even more important than personal achievements. Our relational lives, mainly our relationship with Christ, is more important than our personal achievements. Notice in chapter 33 of Exodus, verses 2 and 3, what the Lord says, I will send an agent before you, and I will drive out the Canaanites, the Amorites, the Hittites, and the Perizzites, the Hivites, and Jebusites. Go up to a land flowing with milk and honey, but I will not go up among you, lest I consume you on the way, for you are a stiff-necked people. Something that shocks us in this passage is that at no time does God declare they would not achieve the goal. At no time the Lord said, you won't conquer the land. The Lord said, I will send an angel and I will remove all the other nations that are living there. I'll give you what you want. But guess what? My presence won't go with you anymore. You won't have a fellowship with me anymore. This passage is a hard blow to the prosperity gospel, which declares that professional and financial success is synonymous with fellowship with God. It's not. The Lord said, you want land? I'll give you the land. You want wealthy? I'll give you. You want material prosperity? You will have, but my presence won't go because you are a stiff-necked people. Wow. This just makes clear, beloved church. It is possible many times everything just run well in our lives, but... We are far away from the Lord. It's not because everything is working well that our spiritual life is in a good condition and at the right place. And when the Lord said this to Moses, Moses said, no, Lord, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. And we find in the verse 15, his answer, saying, Lord, if your presence, blessed presence, won't go with us, do not make us move a step from here. Israel rejected the Lord as king of the nation and desired kings like other nations. In his sovereignty and in an act of judgment, God gave them kings after their sinful hearts. And these kings led the nation to a spiritual catastrophe. Like so, conquests become without flavor and purpose. If we lose our fellowship and intimacy with the Lord. Therefore, it is very important that at, at times we stop to a self-evaluation of our hearts and ask ourselves... 
if doing something for God has not stolen the place of being a child of God. Doing has not usurped the light into God. So, while we plan and work to move forward, stop and just analyze how our intimacy and fellowship with Jesus is going. This is the most precious thing we have in 2023. Cultivate a healthy relational life with Christ. Because this will guide us to a healthy relational life with our spouse, children, grandchildren, church, and everyone that we share our lives. Full fellowship with God takes place when the Lord manifests his blessed presence in our lives. Even if we are going through a desert, desert, he makes the desert a pool of water. So, in 2023, set apart time for prayer and Bible reading. This must be on the top of your list of resolution or resolutions. Prayer and Bible reading. Secondly, if you don't have any more the sovereign joy while you serve the Lord, ask to the Holy Spirit to renew in your heart the joy of salvation. Ask with faith and sincerity, and the Holy Spirit will answer our plea. And finally, in our projects, plans, let us seek first the glory of God. As we read, Moses prayed, and the Lord said, Okay, Moses, I will exercise mercy. I will go with you. I will go with you in this project. I won't just remove the people, but my blessed presence will follow you. But Moses had another ambition. Notice verse 18 in chapter 33. Moses said, please show me your glory. He was not satisfied. He didn't want just the land. He didn't want just the Lord's presence. Moses had the good ambition. Moses had the right ambition. He wanted to see God's glory. God had just granted the petition for his continued presence with Israel. Now Moses' Moses' prayer is to see the kabod. It's the Hebrew word for glory. The manifested glory. Literally, the weight of his presence. He wanted the weight of the presence of God to see this. The definition of glory could be the unique splendor of God and its consequences for men. This is a prayer to see God as he is in all his fullness. But in these terms, it is impossible. No man can see the fullness of God's glory. Because the universe cannot feel the God's glory, cannot grab completely 
The mortal man could not bear to see God. In vivid pictorial language, the passage says that men can only see where God has passed. As we notice the answer in verse 22. And while my glory pass by, I will put you in a cleft of the rock. And I will cover you with my hands until I have passed by. Then I will take away my hand and you shall see my back. But my face shall not be seen. As God is the spirit and all of us know the Lord doesn't have a face. A part of Jesus who has a human body. The face of glory is related to his very presence, the fullness, the kabod. The Lord said, it's not possible, Moses. And it's not a contradiction with uh, Genesis 32 or even Isaiah chapter 6, when Isaiah saw the Lord, but all Isaiah saw was the fringe of the royal garments that filled the vast temple court. All men who had experiences with the glory of God saw just a tiny part of his presence. But the Lord said, when I pass by, you can see my back. The idea is to see the tub in Hebrew, to contemplate God's nature is here defined as a goodness. And this is described in terms of grace and mercy. The Lord is saying, Moses, when I pass by, when my presence pass, you will see my goodness, my grace, my mercy upon you. Some scholars say that Moses could look back to his past and see God's goodness, faithfulness, and grace. While we are planning, when we seek more from the Lord, when we prioritize our fellowship with Him, you know what will happen? The Holy Spirit will open our eyes to look to our past and see the goodness and grace of God moving throughout our lives. This will remove bitterness from our hearts. This will remove the bad concepts. This will give us guidance regarding the bad choice we have made. All of us made mistakes. If you didn't make many, it's because you are too young. But wait a while. Wait sometimes. I remember when my sister didn't have children and she was just giving some tips to me and say, oh, this is not good. Oh, this is not ideal. And I told her several times, I'm just excited to see you raising your own kids. And guess what? She has two daughters and I keep reminding her of the good tips and suggestions she gave to me. So, 
When we seek God's glory and to see the Lord's face, the Holy Spirit gives us the grace to see the goodness of God. Not just in what we did in a good way, but even in our mistakes. How His mercy guided us and brought precious lessons. So the Lord said to Moses, Moses, I will show mercy towards anybody I want. And Romans chapter 9 quotes this Bible verse just to make clear the way the Lord elect his people. So when we seek to see the God's kabod, his glory, and when we seek his glory first in everything, we will understand the covenantal love of God. It will be clear that our lives are not ours anymore. We have a Lord, not just a Savior. We have a Lord who is fulfilling his plan, who is fulfilling his great commission through his church. Doesn't matter if you are a preacher, an elder, a teacher, a manager, a doctor, a businessman. Your life is part of God's plan in this earth. So seek the glory of God. For a complete revelation of what God is, man must wait until Jesus Christ. A similar request was made by Philip. In John chapter 14, verse 8 and 9, Philip replied, Lord, show us the Father, and it is enough for us. Jesus said to him, Have I been with you so long, and you still do not know me, Philip? Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? That glory that was seen with limitation in the Old Testament was fully revealed through Jesus Christ. And this glory of God, the goodness Mercy and love was revealed in our lives when we met Jesus as our Lord and Savior. The meaning of our lives completely changed. And we understand His plan to us. And now as the church of Christ, living in His presence and seeking His glory, we need to understand that this glory, this very presence is not just manifested. In what the Lord does to us. But in what the Lord does through us as his church. As Paul said to the Colossians in chapter 1 verse 27. To them God chose to make known how great among the Gentiles are the riches of the glory of this mystery. Which is Christ in you, Huntington Valley Presbyterian Church, the hope of glory. Christ in us, the hope of glory. In 2023, there are dozens and dozens of people lost. People who made their list 
just based upon material achievements that will finish in this life. But all the riches and the glory of God were manifested in our lives through Jesus Christ. Even though we don't have much money, even though we still face sickness, even though there are several things in our families that must be different, and it will be by God's grace, we will grow. But the Lord is doing His work, saving people through His church. And for sure, at the end of this year, we will see more people in this church saved by God's grace, tasting God's glory through your lives, through His church. What can we do to improve our condition? First, remember every single morning what is the Lord's will to your life. Secondly, prioritize your fellowship with Him, your communion. And finally, seek first not your promotion, but the promotion of the glory of God. We can do good things moved by wrong motivation in our hearts. Example, when I decide to invest time with my kids, seeking first their approval and admiration. Being approved and admired by our kids can be one of the good rewards of being a good parent. But when our motivation is not the glory of God, we can get extremely disappointed when we do not receive right, the right recognition from people. But when we fulfill our roles in life, understanding that what we are, we are for the glory of God. And what we do, we do to build his kingdom as husbands, wives, parents, children, professionals, regardless men's recognition, we can be glad. We are glorifying God through Jesus Christ in our lives. Put everything in your resolution list on the Lord's hands, seeking his glory. And at the end of this year, all of us will be happier. Because by God's grace, the kingdom grew through our lives. May the Lord bless his church. May the Lord bless our pastor then, this session, every leader and every member of this congregation to build together the kingdom of Christ. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we praise you. We praise you because you gave us the gift of life. Thousands of people didn't have the opportunity to, to taste this new year. But beyond this, we praise you for the gift of new life in Christ Jesus. For your Holy Spirit living in us. 
We praise you, Lord, because we are not lost like most people in this world. Where they don't know what to do accordingly with your will. We praise you, Lord. But we also ask, give us the grace to understand your will accordingly with scripture. Give us the grace, Lord, among several tasks we have. Prioritize our devotional life with you. And finally, Lord, give us the grace to seek and pursue to see your glory. To see your glory in our lives. To see your goodness in our past, present and future. And to see your glory mainly through the salvation of the lost world. Guide your church. Renew our strength. Give us more of your Holy Spirit to fulfill this mission that is your mission, Lord. We pray with gratitude in the name of our Lord and Savior. Amen.